You're listening to Questionable Material with Jack and Brian, a mostly improvised podcast produced in New York by Jack Helmuth and Brian Sack. QMPodcast.com. Thank you for calling Four Seasons Resort and Residences Vale. For new room reservations, please press 1. For existing room reservations, press 2. For spa reservations, please press 3. For other inquiries, press 4. Thank you for calling Four Seasons Frontiers. This is Kenny. How can I assist you? Hi, could I have Jack, please? I'm so sorry? Jack? This is the four seasons from this. Um, would you like oh. to talk with a guest? Oh, or yes. Uh, yeah, you don't know Jack. Uh, Jack, you want the whole name. Helmuth. The what, sorry? You want his whole name. The last name? Yes. yes. Okay, Jack Helmuth. Okay, give me one second. Sure. Let me go ahead and transfer you. One second, please. Thank you. Thank you. Jack Helmuth's room. I'm Benji. Who is this? Benji. Benji? Yeah. What, who, who, why are you calling me? Who are you and what do you stand for? My name is Benji. I'm the head of Vail Tours. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for calling me back. Yes. Uh, you are in Vail, Colorado, I understand. And, and that's where I am. That's where I've based my Vail Tours company. That, that's great. Um, I, so, I, you know, I, as I said in my message, I'm, I'm looking for some tours. Um, you know, where I don't really like, I'm sort of sick of like, I, I get it. They're mountains yeah. here. Right. Boring. Right. Okay, you guys, I feel like you're my brother from another mother. You, you, you look at mountains and, and I look at mountains the same way. I'm disgusted by them. Boring. They're just what? big rocks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, they are. It, it, it's, I've I, like, I've gotten my fill of them. I don't need to see any more mountains. Yeah. And I'm looking for something else to do in Vail, Colorado. I know. And that's why you call Benji's Vail tours. I know. That's why I'm calling you back. I'm going to pick you up first thing in the morning, tomorrow morning. Okay, great. Like 1130. That's definitely not first thing in the morning. I mean, it depends. It's all, it's all relative. If you sleep in, right. You know, maybe you had one too many the night before. You don't feel so great. You want to kind of sleep it off so you're not driving drunk again, get busted by officer friendly. Then, you know, then you get up at 11. All right. You get your Starbucks and then you go pick up your your client. Are you dicking right. me around? You want me to get up super early? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Please shower. But yeah, get up super early. Get here by 1130. Yeah. Trust me. You're going to love it. Okay. I'm going to swing by. I'm going to pick you up. All right. You're going to look Great. for the eggplant colored Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Wait, the Toyota, what, what again? It's a Toyota Corolla. It's a, it's a new, it's a, a variation of the Corolla. Oh my gosh. What, what sets it apart from the normal Corolla? It has six tires. <laughs> okay. You know, Hey, listen, I'm a, this is a tour vehicle. I'm taking you on Benji's uh, okay. tour of Vail. I'm going to blow okay. your six, mind. Six All right, Benji. Okay. So You're going to shit yourself. You're going to shit yourself. <laughs> Benji. I'm just telling you. Okay. I. You're going to freak, uh, all right. freak I, out. Are you going to shit yourself? Not again. You lose clients when you do that. I Trust me. I've seen the Yelp reviews. 
Okay, Benji. So you're going to show up yep. sober with clean pants in an eggplant six-wheel vehicle. That's right. A Toyota Corolla. At 11.30 sharp. At 11.30. Corolla. Sharp. Yeah, okay. Sharp like a sharp. Tack. Okay. Great. And what can I expect on this tour? All right. I'm going to blow your mind. You're going to, you know, you didn't, you've probably never been to Vail before, right? Correct. Yeah. You thought it was just some weird place in the middle of nowhere, with maybe a lot of pine trees and everybody's gay. That's not the case. <laughs> what? That's definitely half of that is wrong. We've got uh, okay, so much. So what's the case? Okay. Let me just try. I'm going to, I want you to picture this tour in your head. You get into my eggplant colored Toyota Corolla. Great. And it's a very smooth ride because when you have six wheels, it's as if you're just flying on air without turbulence. Okay, great. You don't even know it. I'll go over speed bumps. I don't, I hit Mm -hmm. the gas. (laughs) You don't feel it. You don't know it. Okay, usually those bumps are there for a reason. Usually it's the school zone. And I'm going to blow your mind. So we're going to pull up to this place, all right? We're going to pull in. Yeah. And I'm going to come up and uh, next to my window, of the, the driver's side window, there's this little electronic console. I'm going to roll my window down. And I'm going to reach over <laughs> and I'm going to pump some numbers in there and maybe slip in a uh-huh. credit card. And next thing you know, there's yep. a garage door in front of us and it opens up. And you're going to be like, what is going on, Benji? What is this? What is this? I'm going to be like, shut up, Jack, and watch. And we're going to roll in into this okay. room. It's a small room, slightly bigger than the car, the Toyota Corolla. And the door is going to slide up back. behind us. It's going to close. You're going to freak out. You're going to be like, what's going on, Benji? What's going on, Benji? What, uh-huh. what, what is happening here? Why is that door closing? Are you trying to kill me? And I'm going to be like, shut up, jackass. I'm not trying to kill you. I'm trying to show you what Vale is all about. And then suddenly you're going to hear this noise. And suddenly the the whole car is going to be covered in water. And the spraying sounds. And then you're going to see these Uh weird ass brushes on the side, just going up and down the side of the car, up and down, Uh up and down. And then over the hood and the windshield and the hood of the back and the top of the car and back again. And just, and you're going to be freaking out like, Oh, Benji, help me. What's going on here? Am I in hell? Is this Satan's house? I'm going to like, just shut up Jack and enjoy the veil show. Okay. Okay. And then before Uh you know it, you're going to hear the sounds of a giant blow dryer. And you're going to be like freaking out. You go, is this a hurricane, Benji? Is this a, one of those famous Colorado hurricanes? And I'm just going to start punching you and be like, shut up, shut up. Just watch, enjoy, veil, and what it's all about. And the next thing you know, the garage door in front of us opens up and I drive out. And it's all over. And you just witnessed one of the most amazing and incredible experiences you will ever see. Wow. I mean, it sounds great. Well, I mean, that sounds, first of all, it just sounds like a car wash, but whatever. What, um, what else can I expect? Okay. You can expect a lot from Benji's Vale Tours. Okay. So yeah, what's next? All right. So now I'm in a beautifully sparkling eggplant colored Toyota Corolla. And you're going to freak out because you're going to see the ladies on the side of the road, the way they look at you, the way they want you when you're driving down the road. And you'll see me because I lean out the side of the car and I'm just like, that's right. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. How's these apples? 
and I'm going to okay. drive. And I'm going to take you to the famous bunkers that Hitler lived in <laughs> during World War II, uh, which he started because okay. he was a dick. Yeah, he did. And we're going to drive yeah. and drive and drive and drive and drive and drive into the mountains. And you'd be like, I'm so hungry, Benji. And I'm going to say, shut your face, Jack, or I will, so help me God, kill you in the same room that Adolf Hitler had tea. I mean, right now it's not the bunker it used to be. It's more like a tent. Uh -huh. It's like a Coleman tent you get at Walmart for $168. Specific, uh huh. Twelve cents, but it's a Coleman tent and it's yellow, just like Hitler liked. That was his favorite color. I don't know if you know that, but I know that because I'm a World War II buff. Okay, I'm gonna unzip that tent, and you're not gonna believe your eyes. Oh my gosh, what am I gonna see? You are gonna see a naked painting of Eva Braun, Hitler's wife. Oh yeah, yeah. That I made in art school. Okay. And you're going to see that painting and you're going to love that painting. You're going to say, I want to take that back to New York where I live for a little while until I move to Connecticut. <laughs> you, know, you know, you're a lot of information about me, Benji. I do a lot of background checking. Plus I talked to your wife for two and a half hours. God almighty. What did you guys talk about? Oh, you're just not cleaning up the house the way she likes. Oh, God. Yeah, you, that, that was her. You were on the phone with my wife. There's okay, yeah, you proved still it. still Parmesan cheese under the sofa. <laughs> hey, Brian. Hello, Jack. Hi, so, um, uh, how, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Okay. How are good, you? Good. Uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm uh, staying here at the Four Seasons uh, Hotel in Vail, Colorado. Fancy. I know Four Seasons to be a fancy hotel, and you are staying in a fancy hotel in a, in Vail, which is I know is a fancy city. I'm not sure I would call this city. It's the Hamptons of the Midwest, as we say in the yes, that I can definitely say. in the snotty people business. <laughs> uh, it's um, it's quite nice. Now uh, you know when I texted you that I was staying here, I, I you know because I, I like I was surprised, right? So I. Um, I left my, I checked in yesterday uh, on Monday and went out to do some work and then get a soda or something and came back. And I, I came back in my room and like my suitcase had been moved and the clothes had been placed somewhere. And like my, someone had gone into my bag and put my mask on a table and all this stuff. I'm like, Oh, this is like this crazy turndown service or whatever. Mm -hmm. that you get at fancy places. White glove. And I, of course I, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not used to that, that sort of thing. And it, it sort of reminded me that when I texted you that I was going to be staying here, you 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 laughed and you said, "Wow, you did LOL." And you said, "I only stay at six star hotels and not five star hotels like I'm in." That's true. So can, so can you tell me like what a six star hotel provides? Because you know I'm used to now in two days of this of turndown service and um, uh, you know um, a, a impeccable service. The the food is dynamite. Um, you know, everything is sparkling clean and new. There's a fireplace in the room, a balcony, uh, a, a soaker tub, along with a shower. It's amazing. But what is what is a six star hotel feature? Well, 
It features a lot, Jack. I mean, you describe what you're describing to me makes me sad. It makes me feel like you're living in uh, some kind of uh, tenement in Beijing. <laughs> and I'm not okay. saying that to be offensive Gosh. or anything. It's just, it's just, uh, you know, I, I want the best for you, and five star is not the best. Yeah. Okay. I see, I didn't know so. It was a very alarming text. It made me immediately feel, you know, less than, sort of like you just said. So, what what am I missing out on? Illuminate me, because maybe some of our listeners don't stay in six star hotels like you do. Can Can you tell us yeah. what some of the differences are? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you you exited what a taxi or something or some kind of a car and then walked into the lobby. Yeah, there was a a, a, a shuttle that um, picked us up right at the airport, uh, right on the tarmac actually, and took us straight to the hotel. Yeah. That's and then I'm, I walked into the hotel and oh, checked in. There you go. <laughs> you just walked. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my goodness. What? What? what, uh, what? Well, if you, if you uh, were I, staying at a six star hotel, Jack, uh, your limousine uh-huh. door would open and then two gentlemen or ladies, depending on what you've requested, uh, would take you and pick up your body and take you out of the vehicle and, and place you in a solid gold hand truck. And wow, they, that sounds nice. It's very nice. And then they wheel you in, into the lobby as they, as they give you nothing but platitudes. Oh, you look great today. I love your suit. That's a really nice cut on you. This, that's a great color. I love your hair. Uh, who did your teeth? And, and then they bring you in to the lobby and you don't check in because that takes valuable time. Right. So they look at you. And they know, and they nod at the person pushing the hand truck that you're in, and they take you straight uh-huh. away to the Univator. What Univator? A Univator. A Univator only goes to one floor. Yours. Okay. So in a in a quality six star hotel with three hundred rooms, you have three hundred Univators. So it's sort of like a, a bank tube, you know, for the old uh, drive through windows. Yep. I just, it's a little, they slowed it down because the six star experience of you shooting out into your room and getting a concussion, uh, was not, was not Michelin rated and was not something they wanted to continue with. There was a lot of blowback pun intended. And so they, they turned it down. And so they bring you to your Univator and your Univator will shoot you up to your room as quickly as possible but not eject you into the room so that you hit the dresser and get a concussion. And then once you're in your oh, and, room. And what, what, what's, what's the Univator ride like? Well, I mean, obviously it's set to the temperature that you told them on your uh, Univator app. And so it's, you know, if you want, if you like a little chill, if you like a little warmth, you get whatever you get. It's playing whatever Barry Manilow song you like. You can choose from the whole repertoire of Barry, Barry Manilow songs. Personally, uh-huh. uh, when I stay at a six-star hotel, I like Copacabana. Of course. Because I still, I'm rooting for Lola. I feel bad. She lost her love. <laughs> right. She kind of went crazy. Rico loved her so much. Oh. Yeah, he, yeah, he really did. Uh, all right. So it's, it's set, set to your exact temperature and you've listened to the Barry Manilow song of your choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in some sort of tube, is there a, anything in the tube to, to make you comfortable or, or to make you feel good? Yeah, I mean, it's wallpapered with your favorite family photos. So we, the photo concierge will go to your house prior to your trip, will collect 
uh, as many quality photos from your of your life experiences as you as you have, and and we'll assemble those into wallpaper so that you're constantly reminded of your beautiful uh, life. Uh, you know, sure. and if you don't like your life, uh, they can certainly substitute it. They will. They have a whole catalog. You can choose from a diverse range of people you'd like, and they will actually have models pretending and posing uh, next to a flat cutout of you to kind of give an, a, you know, an image of you having a different life. Yeah. yeah that, 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 that's probably what I'm going to sign up for. So if you wanted no kids or prettier kids or a prettier wife or no wife or uh, a, like a supermodel wife or a famous wife, they can, they can make that happen. It's like fantasy Island, but in an elevator. Sounds great. Cause I, I, I want, I mean, all those things, is that possible? You can have all those things at a six-star hotel. Sadly, unbelievable. these people Great. you're working with put you up in a five-star hotel, and, and they don't seem to understand who they're dealing with. And I'm going to have a talking to with them. Okay. So if you would Thank give me, you, I, I would like you to give me your boss's phone number, and I will let him know un, in no uncertain terms what I think about him and what he's doing with his five-star nonsense. Okay, thank you. I'll I'll text you his phone number for sure. Please do. Okay, so you arrive at the room, mm. and uh, wait, wait, what is that? What is the, what is the room like? Well, I mean, a six star hotel room uh, is. I mean, it's just a sight to behold. I mean, you have the lobby. The lobby comes with people in it, unless you don't want people in your lobby. Well, it's a <laughs> foyer, really, technically. Okay, <laughs> right. And so, you know, if you like a busy foyer, you get a busy foyer and then you walk in and then you'll see there's the, the, you'll see signs for the master bedroom or the extra bedrooms, wink, wink. And it actually says that on the sign. <laughs> it says wink, wink. Extra bedrooms, wink, wink. Okay. You never know when you'll need them, but you will need them because at a six star hotel, there are so many services, yeah. Jack. Uh, okay. Like what? Well, I mean, there's whatever you want to eat mm -hmm. gets to your room. And the best part is someone eats it for you. So you get no calories. <laughs> ah, gosh, I kind of like the taste of food, though. I'm, I oh, have oh. a little bit of a recreational eater. They know that and they will describe to you their flavor. So let's say Svetlana is yep. sent to your room like with uh, the prime rib. And okay. some baked potatoes and Yorkshire pudding and a big glass of red wine. She will describe all those flavors to you. Okay. And explain to you how delicious this particular cut of prime rib is and the Yorkshire pudding, how it's perfection, the, the texture and the red wine, how the nose is just so wonderful. And she does all of this um, as she's consuming the calories and brushing your prostate. Okay. Now I'm, I'm more forgiving now of not being able to eat my uh, yummy food. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. And so you know, you're having the full dining experience. It's like being in a, in a very nice restaurant, a prime rib place, but with uh -huh. something <laughs> gently caressing your prostate. Okay. I can imagine that. And if you can't <laughs> imagine it, there's Flavio. Okay, tell me about Flavio. Well, 
if you can't imagine your prostate uh, being massaged by Svetlana, Flavio will come through the Flavio door <laughs> in your six-star hotel okay. room. Yep. You know, there's really a bunch of, it's a lot of doors, Jack. I guess so. And what, and what does Flavio do? Flavio will make you realize that you do have a prostate. Good Lord. Yes. Um, I just got a text from my boss that they, um, the event that I'm here for just started. Can I text you in about 40 minutes? We'll see. <laughs> I, I gotta go. Bye. Uh, sorry. Bye. We're calling Four Seasons Resort and Residence. Thank you for calling Four Seasons Bell. This is Lady. How may I assist? Good evening. I'm looking to speak to Jack Helmuth. I'm not sure what um, what room he's in, but um, I know he's there. Uh, who would you like to speak with? Jack Helmuth. Jack. 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 Yeah. That's in Jack. Ah. That's an act. C K. Jack Helmut H E L M U T H. Is the first name is spelled as J A yep. E K. Yeah. Yes. There and you his go. last name I have H as in Harry, E as in Echo. Yeah. L as in Lima. Yeah, in Lima. Uh huh. Yeah. And what else? How may I spell it? Helmut uh, H. As in, as you said, uh, E as in, as you said, L, and as you said, Muth, M, like um, uh, Mike, U as in uniform, T as in um, Tipperary, and, and H as in, hi, you know, hi, how you doing? And in which department does he work for? Or is he a guest? He's a guest. No, now? he's a guest. Yeah, he's he's there at the, uh, your, your seasons, your four seasons there. Okay, let me please one moment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. May I please bless you in a brief hold for a moment? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for holding. Yeah. And let me please extend the call to Mr. Jack's room. Jack's room, yeah. I've got the room number there. Let me please extend the call right now. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Hello. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, Brian. Yes, sir. Um, uh, can I help you? Yeah, I was calling your room there. <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm, I'm on with my kids. Hold on, guys. I'll call you back after my big meeting is done. Okay. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. You don't. Uh, hi, Brian. Hi, Jack. Yeah, it took a long time. Well, you know, because she had a hard time understanding my thick accent. <laughs> did you really do that accent? Yes, I did. <laughs> so then, then I get a call saying that there's some man who's trying to get in touch with me on a, from an outside line. Yes, and I say, yeah, of course you can. You can send that through. And she said, I'll transfer you. And then it just, and then it just started beeping. Yeah, I don't know. But I told her your name was J as in Jack, A as in Axe, C as in Skook. And, uh, you know, and it just didn't it didn't take. She had a hard time with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. But we got here. 
Well, thank goodness for that. Well, That's great news. Well, touch me tits, as we say in the old sod. <laughs> I hope you didn't say that to the nice uh, hotel worker. Oh, no, she was very nice. She was very polite. Didn't say anything untoward. <laughs> okay. This, this, this is weird even for you. That's right. <laughs> well, you know, when you record at, you know, my time, 9.30. Yeah. You might get me after some wine. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So I've been a good boy, yeah. but not today. Right. You know, you had your, your I assume you had your breakfast wine. Oh, you know, the breakfast wine was fantastic. It goes great with fiber one. <laughs> well, good. A man of your age needs the cereal, probably not the wine. You need a lot of fiber. You need a lot of wine. You know, the, I'm not the, sure that's true. the grapes help the fiber wash out and, and clear out your system. Okay. Wait, what was the rest of your consumption uh, like today? Uh, you want the honest consumption or the funny consumption? The funny consumption. Hmm. Good question. Well, of course, you know, you start breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Yeah. Right. I've always heard that. So, yeah, of you know, course. because you're, that's where you're getting your calories that you're going to burn off over the course of the day. And so if you have a solid breakfast, you don't need to pig out during lunch and you can have a lighter dinner. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. So, you know, I like to, I like to stock up for breakfast. I call it stocking up. And so okay. what, what I like to do is I will, you know, and I don't, I don't like the routine. You know, you have some people like they want to, their cup of oatmeal every morning or their omelet every morning or their bowl of sure. cereal every morning. I don't like that. I like variety. Oh, you know, cool. if, when I get the same thing every day, I, I start slapping the bowl out of it. Like my wife was every morning, she'd come to me uh, very humbly with her head down, staring at the floor and kind of offer me this bowl of fiber one with blueberries yep. and, and oat milk. You know, and after the first couple of days, I was like, yeah, this is delicious. Thank you, honey. And then on day like four or five, I forget, it's all a blur. I just whacked that bowl out of her hand and it smashed in the, on the, next to the wall and got it. And I just said, I want variety. But nice. I, I said it in a nice way. That sounded very angry the way I said it. I said okay. it very pleasantly. So I like how? Can, yeah. can you give me a retelling of that? Yeah, go. I smacked the bowl. The bowl smashed. Like fragments of broken ceramics go everywhere. The dog started howling because yep. it stepped on one of them, and so did one of the kids. I forget which one. And you know, so there. And then my, you know, wife of course is agitated because now the dog is screaming, the kids are screaming, and I'm just saying, "Honey, I'm tired of fiber one." Then you did nothing wrong. It's a tone is what matters. That's exactly what I told her. Uh, it took several weeks of counseling, but we got through it. We muscled through it, as we say in the muscling through it business. And so, okay. uh, you know, we we got over that. We got over that hump. Okay. <laughs> and which is, you know, it's good to get over humps. Some humps you don't get over. The one where right. I was dressed as a leprechaun, she didn't like that one. That hump was uh -huh. not not her favorite. She doesn't like short Irishmen. No, I, I know I know that to be true. Is there another hump that she never got over? Life is full of humps, right? Are we right? Am I right? You're right. L life is full of humps, and you get over those humps. All right, and that's yep. a mantra I live by: get over the hump, get over the hump, get over the hump. So you know, yep. you know, mm -hmm. my wife comes home. The kids were supposed to be with the SAT tutor. 
They're not nowhere to be found. But there's the tutor. She's in the hot tub. She's not wearing a bikini. And, you know, so what do you say? I mean, what do you do in those circumstances? You say, get over the hump. Get over the hump. Uh, I see. In that case, it's kind of a literal hump. Well, and that's an SAT question, too. <laughs> that can't be right. No, it's one of those. It, it's like a a uh, automobile engine is to making a noise as a hump is to a blank. Hmm. What's the answer? Uh, oh, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So that's, um, so, okay. So, right, so that's your, so you, you, okay. So you did the counseling. Yeah. You got, hope you know, you got over it. Yeah. Um, so, so continue to tell me about your consumption. Well, so, you know, after that, breakfasts are mixed up. So for th this morning, okay, I got up. I wasn't super hungry. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I wake up and I reach into the pillow and I got my basket of strawberries and I had a few, but I wasn't totally crazy into them. And then my wife has the blueberry pillow. So I reached in there. I got some blueberries because fruits are important in the morning. I went to the egg closet. So, I mean, it's not necessarily an egg closet. I mean, it's where I keep the underwear and socks and clothing and stuff, but I have a pile uh -huh. of eggs there. So I got, <laughs> I got a bunch of eggs and like, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Rocky. So I break the eggs yep. and I, I put them into a thing because it's just, mm -hmm. you know, what I think it's protein. I'm not sure. I never looked into it, but I just like the movie so much. So I just, you I, know, know you I, I make like an egg shake. Yep. And, you know, I brush my teeth and then I have my egg shake. It's a terrible combination. It's like orange juice. It's just, you, you, now you're regretting it. So you're angry. So what do you do when you're angry? Well, you want to eat cayenne peppers, right? I mean, don't we all? That's, I think that's universal. And so I dash yeah, downstairs and I rip open the refrigerator doors and I'm, I'm, I'm looking for cayenne peppers. Just anything to to wash down that that taste of egg yolk and uh, charcoal toothpaste that's supposed to whiten my teeth. And so, you know, right. it's just mad frenzy. Well, when you're in a mad frenzy, you need to chill, right? You want to just kind of calm down. So what calms you down the most? Dijon mustard and mayonnaise. You mix that up. You smear uh -huh. some of it on toast. And you bite into that. And, and the flavor profile, as we call it in the flavor business... Like really strikes you and it makes you think. Makes you think about stuff. Like okay. what, what's, what's, what? what's important in life. Okay. And what's important in life what's is dill yeah. and ketchup. So you, you go out to the garden, you get some fresh dill, nothing better than fresh uh -huh. dill. You run in the refrigerator, you get, you get ketchup, you, you mix all that together and then you want to get, you want to improvise. You want to be fun. You want to have some good, so maybe some ice cubes, maybe some Ben and Jerry's out of the freezer, some ground pepper, some salt, some shallots, some olives that have been sitting in the back from a martini you made three years ago. And so the olive jar is actually out of any kind of olive sustaining liquids. And so they're not really olives anymore. They're just shells of what they once were, but you just kind of chop those sure. up. You mince them, you put those in. And you mix it all up. 
and you give it to your kids to see if it kills them. <laughs> if they can eat it, and then you come back, you check back. Oh you check back 38 minutes later. Okay. And, you know, maybe they're lying on the ground. They just don't feel well. But they're still here. Then you right. know it's got what you need. That's great. Thank you. No, that's great. So they're laying on the ground with the stitches in their foot from the shattered ceramic bowl. Well, yeah, they tried stitching it, you know, and it's funny to see how kids think they can stitch their feet and what they actually do versus what they wanted to do, you know. You know, sort of back to the consumption and, and the and the, and the alcohol. Mm. I know you like, um, <laughs> yeah, just, just your reaction to my saying that word. Say it again. Um, uh, alcohol? Mm. <laughs> So, excuse me. Yeah, do you want to, um, you know, sort of tell me a little bit more about that consumption? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, everybody's day needs to begin and end with some sort of ethyl alcohol intervention. And so, you know, you everybody has their favorite breakfast wines, their breakfast ports, their breakfast gin. Their breakfast vodkas, their whiskeys, whatever you know they, and and I don't judge anybody based on what breakfast liquors they like or, you know, some people like breakfast beer. I I, I think that's a little pedestrian. I don't think it's as fancy as having a morning martini. Sure. You know, I I kind of I, I don't want to seem elitist, but when I'm in my top hat with my monocle and my morning martini, uh -huh. and I'm being wheeled down the sidewalk in a hand truck made from solid gold. Uh, I do look down upon those who are on their mobility scooters with uh, just a breakfast Budweiser because, you know, it's made from rice and, and good beer is not made from rice. And I'll be the first one to tell them that. Well, I don't tell them that I have one of my six star four season staff tell them that I'm not going to talk to these people. I want, right. I want them to be informed, but it's not going to come from me. Okay. So I will have Flavio because when he's out of his room, he he just comes along with me, and he can will go over there, and you know, and he'll 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 gesture towards the prostate, and I'll say no 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 just just tell the guy to don't, not to drink Budweiser. That's all you have to do. Uh huh. And and you know and and then he's usually happy to to just do that because he doesn't like what he does. So that's the um. That's his first instinct, though. He, is, he immediately just points to the prostate. He assumes that any kind of work interaction involves a prostate gland somewhere, in some form. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to break him of that habit. Uh, it's not easy. Um, you know, when he's, he's I, I took him the other day to pump gas for me, and he, he pumped the gas, and then he tried to go pay with his finger. And I was like, no, no, you use a credit card for gas. <laughs> and it's... Three times as expensive. It's very expensive. Yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, it, it's training. It's like a dog. Not to equate Flavio with a dog. He's a very lovely man. I think he's from Argentina. I didn't bother to really find out. I think it's Latin <laughs> no, America. Yeah. I, it's Latin America or something. Could be Bolivia. I don't know. Okay. But he's a lovely man. He's a gentle soul. He's a gentle finger. He's he's a good he's a good person. Okay, great. 
Well, very, very strange. And so, okay, so you've had your breakfast uh, uh, alcohol. That, that's typical. Uh, anything, um, you know, how many more drinks will you have until, let's say, dinner? Well, you know, get the whole day ahead of you, right? So you have your breakfast drink to kind of get your, you get your, you know, a lot of people turn to coffee and I just kind of laugh at that because there's no, there's no booze in it. It's kind right. of sad if you think about it. So I look at, I look at, I go to Starbucks. Yeah. I'll, I'll make a point to just go to Starbucks in the morning and just stand there and like, like, and I'll just like sniff at people's coffees. I'm like, I don't smell any fun stuff. If you know what I mean. And you know, yeah, you get a lot of weird glances. They don't understand this. This new generation is just, I, I pity them. I pity them. Yeah. And you know, and I want to yeah. liven things up. I, I stood outside of the Starbucks on my street and I, I was uh, misting people with a vodka bottle and you know, <laughs> they took so poorly to it. It makes me, it makes me scared about the future. Yeah. Cause, you know, Oh, you don't like to walk out of a Starbucks with your, your little coffee there and, and get misted by some, you know, some vodka. You don't like that. That disturbs you. That makes yeah. you unhappy. I mean, that's, that's this generation for you, Brian. They don't like freedom of speech and they don't like being misted with vodka. Yep. I, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. Yeah. It's a soft generation. It's, it's, it's scary to me. And that's why, you know, I open carry. <laughs> uh, alcohol though. Yeah. It's a terrible combination. <laughs> you know, I love, I love the second amendment and I love a good yep. martini. You combine yep. the two and next thing you know, I'm trying to plink out streetlights. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. <clears throat> I know I shouldn't do that because democracy dies in darkness. Right. And if I'm plinking out streetlights, what am I doing? Great in darkness. That's right. Democracy is going to go die. Damn. That's right. Yeah. But look, it, it look, it's not your fault. I've said that many it's times. Fault, yep. And it's the martini's fault. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, guns don't kill people and martinis don't kill people. People on martinis with guns, they can kill people. I've learned this because not all streetlights yep. are just kind of, you know, some streetlights have apartment buildings behind them. You learn. <laughs> you live and you learn. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, that's a really good life lesson. It, well, well, I mean, not for Pablo, but, you know, for everybody around him, his loved ones. They all understand this now. Right. Well, look, I mean, he sacrificed so that uh, people could learn. I mean, what, what could be more noble than that? that? That was what my lawyer was trying so hard to convey and just nobody would have anything to do with it. That's a shame. Um, I hate it. I hate reverse racism. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, good good luck with the uh, the appeal. Thank you. That's that's our seventh appeal. I didn't you know I didn't realize you have endless appeals. Yeah. No, it's really neat. As long as you um, have lawyers who like money, then yeah. you can keep doing that. No, it's great. And a, and a Groupon. <laughs> That was Questionable Material with Jack and Brian. Subscribe on any podcast platform. Watch our clips on YouTube. Visit us at qmpodcast.com. 